active unconscious. Here's what I find myself to be truly curious about right now, which is collective unconscious trauma or collective unconscious PTSD. So first of all, let me start by saying that the idea of collective unconsciousness comes from Carl Jung. Carl Jung explained it as the way that we see things collectively. It gives us our gender norms and, and biases, by the way. Even our superstitions all come from the collective unconscious. But what I want to put forward to you is the possibility of a collective unconscious trauma that we're all on the brink of PTSD. I'll give you, a, I'll give you a, a couple of examples. Um, one of my clients, a senior partner of a very large accounting firm said, I've had the worst few weeks I've had in years. She said, there's nothing I can really pin it on. Nothing has really changed in the last few months. I just feel like I'm a freaking mess. Another client, also a senior partner, but this time at a law firm said something very similar. I have no particular reason. I'm just not sleeping. I'm feeling anxious. I'm meditating, I'm using the strategies that you've given me, but I'm struggling with anxiety like like I've not done in years. Something is off. Yesterday, I spoke with a friend of mine who is a multi-best-selling author, very grounded individual, who has not been able to write, barely been able to function for the last few weeks. And again, this person had, quote, no specific reasons. She told me that she'd been going through all kinds of things, and I shared with her those experiences I just shared with you. And I talked to her about this theme has been showing up across the board in multiple leaders that I work with across multiple industries. In a recent interview I did on radio, I talked about how leaders today, we have to get focused on the human side of leadership. It's never been more important. We know it's been thrown around as soft skills are important, blah, blah, blah. But it's because it was blah, blah, blah until now. You see, the global pandemic has actually, I believe, has actually set forth another global pandemic. And that is a pandemic of anxiety. We are going to see a massive, massive uptick in anxiety, in PTSD type symptoms in people who are feeling pretty normal because we have to think about what PTSD is. Now, we can go through all kinds of uh, walking through what each one of the symptoms. But one of the things I want you to just grasp is the P stands for post, meaning it's something that happened before. And so as a result, you know, when the when the pandemic hit, and things got shut down economically and, and even uh, emotionally, systematically through the social separation of individuals. We are tribal. We need to connect as human beings. It's vitally important for us to do. And that became something that was actually quite traumatic at a very basic psychological level. It's traumatic for us to not have contact with other human beings. It doesn't work for us. However... Human beings also have an adrenal system and we have a part of our brain that kicks in that goes into this survival mode. And in that survival mode, we can pretty much cope with anything. In fact, we either fight, fly, or we freeze. Most of us don't freeze. Most of us actually have been trained to just go into action, to ignore 
the feelings that we're having and sort of repress and suppress those things. The challenge with that is this, that we don't feel it at a time and only when things appear to be, quote, going back to normal, which in many ways, a lot of people have been feeling like, oh, you know, I'm getting out there a little bit and meeting with people and yeah, it's small groups and we're wearing a mask, but it's not quite normal, but it's more normal. And as a result, those feelings that were repressed in order to cope are now starting to bubble up to the surface. As a leader, as an employer, you're going to notice things in the people that you're leading who, and you're going to say something's off here. But if you ask them, they won't actually know because nothing is off in this moment. It happened way back, maybe in March or April or May of 2020, not in September, October, November, December, or even into 2021. No. It's a post-response. It's from before. And it's created this trauma inside of people. Now, why does that matter? Well, it matters a lot. And I'll tell you why. Because when I was talking to these individuals, these leaders that I just mentioned earlier, one of the things I explained to them was this post-traumatic stress syndrome that is in the collective unconscious, that we're all being impacted by this trauma. One of the things I explained in that is this makes us very, very susceptible to manipulation. When we're in that space, we are the most easy to be manipulated. So a psychiatrist named Robert J. Lipton, I think his name was, Lip, Lip, Lifton, that was his name, Lifton. He published an article back in, I think, 1981 that was actually uh, published by Harvard University. And he identified three characteristics of a destructive cult. He said, number one, there's an authoritarian leader, a leader who has unquestionable force um, of morality and ethics and uh, a doctrine of rules. However, the group focuses on the worship of that individual and does not require the individual to keep to those rules. That's number one. Number two, in the cult, there is a control of access to outside information, meaning they have to control the environment. There's a demand of loyalty and actually a requirement to confess past and present breaking of the doctrine rules. So how did you break the rules even before you knew what the rules were? There is an unquestionable following of the leader and of the doctrine. And the purpose of that is to remove critical thinking. The third part is separation from the outside. Minimalization or ban of contact with outsiders with, quote, non-believers and actually seeing them as the enemy and through self and often through group pressure, there is self-harm, there is self-denial, there is ways to cause harm to yourself and sometimes often to others. The, the, the cult will control money, will control sexual behavior and even dietary restrictions. These are what um, Lipton called, Lipton called, Lipton called the nucleus of a cult. It's what makes an individual susceptible to both subtle and gross mind control. Why does this matter in the context of what I was talking about at the beginning of this video? Well, if we're in a trauma, PTSD, if we're in a trauma, that's when we're most susceptible to these uh, indoctrination of a cult type leader. We start getting polarized. We start thinking they're right and uh, uh, we're right and they're wrong. 
right, black, white, you know, whatever it is, it's a, it's a, it, it makes us hunker down. It makes us protect ourselves. It makes us get very into very small tribes and start seeing others as potential enemies. Exactly aligned with the cult mentality that I've just explained to you. So in the context of a pandemic, you know, there's a lot of conspiracies and, and sometimes scientific conspiracies on both sides. You know, is, is the, is the uh, pandemic really what it is? Is it something else? You know what? There's people dying and I have compassion for that. And I'm willing to make myself uncomfortable and wear a mask or do whatever I need to do in order to make other people feel comfortable. Do I believe it is what they say it is? I question almost everything. I'm deeply curious. That's why I keep a cognitive thinking going. That's why I'm allowed to, I allow myself to expand beyond. It's what I'm curious about whether you're doing. Are you giving yourself permission to A, feel the trauma? Because part of coming out of PTSD is to allow yourself to feel the trauma. Feel what it's been like for you. Allow yourself to see the impact of what this has been like for you. To not be able to, quote, go to funerals, for example. Or to be with family at, at Thanksgiving or at birthdays or holidays. Or go to weddings or, or interact socially in the way that you've needed to. All these things are vitally important. And all of these have lowered your, yes, they've lowered your immune system. Now, that's an important piece to get here because we're protecting by doing these things that we've been told to do. But we also have to understand that we've actually lowered our immune system. You see, our immunity goes up through our social connections, through having our hands in dirt by touching germs. And in fact, uh, one, of, one of my friends just became a grandma and she's really worried because her grandchild has never been outside of the home and has never experienced the things that she needs from the environment to build her immunity. So we need to build our immunity, go outside, put your hands in the dirt. That will help you. That will build your immunity. But it's not just your physical immunity. It's your psychological immunity. Because today, more than ever, as leaders and as individuals, we have to build resilience. And that resilience will come from feeling what it is we need to feel so that we can be more resilient for the next thing and pushing it off to the side, thinking we're being strong because we're not in it actually makes us more susceptible to manipulation. So this is Dove Baron from DoveBaron.com. I am the Dragonist and I'm really challenging you to stay curious, my friend. Stay curious about whether you are in some version of a collective PTSD, and as a result, has it made you more susceptible to being manipulated by forces that are not really aligned with the truth of who you are? This is Dove Baron. I assist you and other high performers achieve the greater clarity and purpose so that you can break through to that next level of growth in your life and in your business by connecting to your deep greatness. So next time, Dove Baron, I'm out.